What is going on, producer? I cannot hear you. And that I'm not in the Matrix. Oh, you were in the Matrix. I hear you now, though. Well, I'm at, well, I'm over at my brother and sister-in-law's place. I'm standing at the back door, but the, my, I think the cell signal keeps going in and out. Yeah, it keeps going in and out so right now. But that's all right. Hopefully, it'll improve. What is going on, VP? Good to see you tonight. Hopefully, uh, you're hard at work. My hands are tired. They're tired of moving boxes and packing boxes. It's almost over, though. That's what I keep telling myself. Jeez. Everybody else on Podbean must be packing today. <laughs> Yes, I know Pert. Uh, he's uh, he's gone to bed already. He's got to be up in like five hours, so he'll be missing tonight. Right? I might have to sit in the car. Oh, don't no boy. Hopefully, it's not cold outside. I mean, it's chilly, but it's not cold where it's freezing. Oh well, that's good. That's, I mean, I just got to get my keys so I can walk out there. Yeah. Yeah, don't lock yourself out. That's the one thing you don't want to do. That would I know the cool. garage code here at my brother and sister-in-law's place. It's 29 degrees where BP's at. That's freaking cold as hell. That's too cold, BP. Oh, he's up in Pennsylvania. Me? Oh yep. That's too cold, BP. Mm -mm. Let's see. It's 64 degrees here, which is still kind of chilly. Under partly cloudy skies, apparently. Yeah. I guess it got up to 78 today. But tomorrow, the high is only going to be 66. Oh, muy frío. Oh, and tomorrow in Las Vegas, it's going to be a beautiful 70 degrees in the afternoon. Oh, so wonderful. Mm -hmm. And then it's estimating to be 72 de degrees on the day of arrival. God, what a perfect temperature to enter Las Vegas in. 72 degrees. Oh, oh my goodness. Let's see what else is going on. Ah, <sighs> well, I'm glad that uh, you know the world is not protesting over the verdict. At least, not that I've seen. Uh, have you seen anything? Haven't seen anything new about that, but um, I don't didn't really get to watch Tucker Carlson today or tonight. Oh, okay. Well, I I haven't watched Tuck. I haven't had time to watch TV. Uh, hell, I don't even have TVs to watch well, anymore. Of course, the big. Uh well, the big Kyle Rittenhouse interview took place this evening. Oh, yeah, that it did. And uh, we'll, 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 uh, we'll kind of go over a little bit of what was said, because I have no idea. So we'll all learn together. And uh, let's get this show on the road. Live from Southern, Southern California. California. It's the Slightly Serious Show. The Slightly Serious Show. The furthest thing from serious. 
And now, here is your host, Slightly, along with co-host Eric from Georgia. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Slightly Serious Show. It is Monday. Yeah, Monday, November. Just another manic Monday. Right? Well, yeah. No, I love that song, Eric. That's a fantastic song. I miss who sings that, by the way. See, I know music. Like, I think it's the Bangles. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, but, you know, I, I'll tell you, I'll be able to tell you the words and I'll sing along with it. But when it comes down to knowing who the hell sings, I'm like, yeah, I have no idea. I just know the song. That's that's the only important thing anyways. But, uh, yeah, it is Monday. Uh, after a long weekend, uh, we have one entire week left here in Southern California before we, well, not before we pack up, but before we uh, take off and uh, move to Nevada. And, uh, wow, I've spent my entire life here. So it's kind of, I don't know, I'm kind of nervous. I'm kind of stressed out. I'm kind of, I'm kind of a lot of things right now. But, uh, you know, we're working out of the depleted studios here <laughs> where there's no TV, one computer. Uh, I'm thankful I have a chair, so that's good. So at least I have a place to sit while we're doing this this last week. And uh, we'll, you know, probably take about a week or so off and uh, kind of reorganize and kind of get some shit together and all that. But, uh, you know, make sure you follow us over on the Twitter of the Twitter at Slightly Serious. We'll continue to post random things that piss me off and other interesting things over there, uh, even when we are on hiatus. And, uh, yeah, who knows? Maybe I'll get some photos of what's going on, what I've been do doing, what I'm up to. And you'll also be able to keep track of uh, Big Sexy, of course, over on the Graham of the Insta over at Instagram at uh, dumpling underscore 619. And uh, if you haven't been there yet tonight, uh, tonight was uh, tuna, not tuna sandwiches. I don't know what you would call it. I, let's uh, check in over on the Instagram to see what he referred to it as. But basically we had uh, tuna, uh, tuna on a ba tuna on bagels. And it actually turned out really well. And little did I know, I had no idea that tuna would taste so good with jalapenos have you ever had tuna and jalapenos together producer eric um don't think i have oh yeah uh so yeah it was a, a tuna salad sandwich and uh we uh big sexy put some tomatoes on it and in addition to some jalapenos uh with pepper and it was pretty damn good and uh the interesting one was he used a uh, blueberry muffin uh blueberry uh bagel and it still tasted all right. He didn't care for the blueberry one, but I was, that was pretty good. It was an interesting kind of interesting combination, but it worked out. But uh, anyways, uh, over the weekend, uh, I know we have a few NFL fans. We haven't really kept up with uh, the NFL goings-ons this year so far, but uh, it was an interesting week 11, as tonight uh, you still have some Monday night football going on over in Tampa. Who knows? I think maybe maybe Pert ditched us to go to the T Tampa Bay Buccaneers game tonight. I don't know. We'll have to find out. But uh, currently, the Buccaneers are leading the Giants 17 to 10. And uh, Eli Manning, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, Mr. Jones has surpassed Eli Manning uh, for with 8,049 for most passing yards in the first three seasons in New York Giant history. So uh, the Bucks are, however, uh, leading the Giants tonight. 14, 17 to 10. Uh, over the weekend, you had the Saints losing to the Philadelphia Eagles 40 to 29. The Dolphins beat up on the Jets just like every other NFL team, 24 to 17. 
And uh, the Washington football team that still has no freaking name, uh, they were victorious over the Panthers 27 to 21. And uh, Washington, apparently, even though they don't have a damn name, they, they've won three of their last four against Carolina. In other, uh, in other games, the Indianapolis Colts meet up on the Buffalo Bills. They slacked them 41 to 15 in Buffalo. In uh, Cleveland, the Browns overcame the winless Lions, barely. They just squeaked past them, 13 to 10. The Lions go to 0 9 and 1. God. And here I, th- and here I thought the Jets were going to be the shittiest team of the NFL this year. The uh, 49ers, they traveled to Jacksonville. They beat the Jags 30 to 10. The Tennessee Titans lost to the Texans 22 to 13. The uh, Green Bay Packers surprisingly lost to the Minnesota Vikings 34 to 31. I can't believe that. And uh, the Ravens, they are victorious over the Chicago Dubbers, 16-13. Chicago, interesting stat here. So next year, if you ever bet on football, Chicago has last lost eight straight games following a bye week. So apparently they, uh, maybe they partied up too much on their weeks off. Anyways, the Las Vegas Raiders, they lost to the Cincinnati Bengals, 32-13. The Bengals proved a 6-4 and four on the year. The Cardinals, they beat the Seahawks 23 to 13. The Cardinals improved to 9 and 2. The Chicago, excuse me, the Dallas Cowboys, uh, they went to Kansas City. Uh, they lost 19 to 9. I thought it was going to be a little bit of a closer game than that, but Kansas City has won four straight games after starting 3 and 4. So the Chiefs are starting on a hot streak. And uh, the Los Angeles Chargers, uh, they actually won a game. I know they had lost a couple straight. But they beat up on the Pittsburgh Steelers, forty-one to thirty-seven, improving their record to six and four. And I believe they're still in second place uh, in the AFC West because the Chiefs are seven and four. So that's what uh, happened on happened over in the NFL. And uh, the two teams that were off this week were the Donkeys. Where's Where's Jess Doc? Oh, she's not here. The Donkeys had the week off, and so did the Los Angeles Rams. Anywho, um, like I was uh, telling uh, producer Eric, it seems like there was not too much. No, no, uh, surprisingly, and I'm happily surprised, but no major, you know, rioting and thuggish actions on the streets of Kenosha. So that was pretty. I'm surprised by that, but happily surprised. Are you surprised by that, Eric? I thought for sure there'd be quite a few pissed off people. Um, you know, um, I haven't really paid too much attention to that. And then, but then I know there was also an incident like, um, after like, you know, of like a, a car running into like a crowd of people killing at least five. And then, and then, uh, there are more people hospitalized in like very critical condition. And that, did that happen in Kenosha? Um, I think, and I, I know it happened in Wisconsin. Um, okay. But do you think it was related yeah, to? I don't know if it was in the. I don't know if it was related. Gotcha. That's interesting. I haven't, like I said, it's been a busy weekend. So and, and 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 there, and then uh-huh. like that incident where the car just ran into like a crowd of people. Like even the New York Times was was quick to bury that story to like page twenty three, and I'm like, what <laughs> like like piss poor journalism the New York Times has, but but I but I I think you probably I don't know if it was you or somebody else that called them the New York slimes. Oh yeah, that's my favorite new slogan for them, the New York Slimes. They're the, the they're 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 freaking horrible. Uh, I, I can't well, and they're them. supposed to be this newspaper of record, but um, 
but I think they're quickly proven that the that they they don't value being a, a newspaper record anymore. Yeah, that's uh, that's what it seems like, and it seems it's not just the New York Slimes. You know, the the Washington Post. They're very uh, left leaning, if you know what I mean. Uh, I don't know. I just yep. just scientists have discovered Oops, some people have a secret time, bathroom yeah. habit. Secret bathroom habit. Oh my god, what the hell is that all oh my about? Goodness. Ooh. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's just like all journalism right now. I mean, uh, the uh, profession of journalism has just pretty much gone down. Yeah, just like that. But anyways, uh, speaking of you know journalists, uh, Tucker Carlson uh, basically had his interview, which is airing tonight, and uh, I haven't watched it, but uh, I will read this article on it. Uh, the article is by Brian Flood from Fox. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, who a Wisconsin jury found not guilty on all five charges last week to conclude a high-profile murder trial that polarized the nation, sat down with Tucker Carlson for his first ex- interview uh, that was exclusive uh, following the acquittal. Uh, Rittenhouse told Tucker Carlson tonight, namesake, that the case had, quote, nothing to do with race during a preview of the interview that airs tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Quote, this case has nothing to do with race. It, ha- it never had anything to do with race. It had to do with the right to self-defense. That's what Rittenhouse had told Carlson in a clip for the interview that was released over the weekend. Quote, I'm not a racist person. I support the BLM movement. I support peacefully demonstrating. I believe there needs to be a ch- to be changed, Rittenhouse continued. I believe that there's a lot of prosecutorial misconduct, not just in my case, but in other cases. It's amazing to see how much a prosecutor can take advantage of someone. Rittenhouse, an Illinois resident, was accused of murdering the two people and wounding another amid the riots. The defense in the trial successfully argued that Rittenhouse was acting in self-defense. And uh, during the interview, Rittenhouse also explained to Carlson what he felt after he was attacked at gunpoint. Quote, I tell everybody what happened. I said I had to do it. I was just attacked. I was dizzy. I was vomiting. I couldn't breathe. So uh, Rittenhouse will be also appearing on in a Tucker Carlson Originals documentary. Uh, on Fox Nation, set to premiere in December. The documentary will also include additional portions of the interview as well as exclusive behind-the-scenes access to Rittenhouse and his defense team. So, sounds like uh, he's telling a story through uh, through Mr. Tucker Carlson on Fox. And uh, I didn't uh, see the, uh, the interview this evening. Uh, I'll definitely have to go back and take a look at it, but... Uh, I think, you know, a, a lot of whatever Rittenhouse has to say is going to be censored, obviously, by, you know, by his defense attorneys. Uh, as everyone is well aware, uh, he might be done with the criminal phase of being prosecuted. But uh, for sure, there's no doubt in my mind that the families of the attacker, the men who were attacking him that have passed away, uh, no doubt in my mind that their families will go after him in civil cases, whether or not they'll succeed in that i think that's to be seen uh I, in my own mind um in a, even in a civil case it's hard it would be hard for me to side with you know basically criminals i mean if they're attacking somebody and something happens to them i think they brought it you know they bring all that onto themselves but uh, we'll see uh like i said i am undoubtedly confident that uh, it will have there will be civil trials so and knowing that, you'd have to think that his uh, defense attorneys are going to be keeping him very tight-lipped. 
Wouldn't you agree? Have, did you get a chance to see that, Eric, tonight? I um, didn't really get a chance to watch it because I'm um, no, I'm currently like house sitting. Um, but I hope, hopefully, I'll probably w- try to watch it in its entirety on on YouTube if it's, a, if it's available. But um, I'm going to bring up a very interesting like tweet from Candace Owens that John DeVito also retweeted like about from like three hours ago, and she wrote in this tweet: "How many black people?" would still be alive today if Democrats stopped sponsoring black terrorism via woke policies that keep violent criminals on the street? Interesting question. How many black lives have the spine to admit that our culture glorifies scum and vilifies truth? Another interesting question. And she ended it with, I'm sick of it. Well, let's give Candace Owens a big round of applause. Someone pushed the wrong damn button, but there you go. There's the round of applause Sorry. for Candace Owens. And, and here's the thing on that, I and, and I agree with that. I mean, to me, crime is crime, uh, and mm-hmm. I don't condone Two wrongs don't time. make a right. Exactly. And, you know, until we acknowledge just crime in itself, let's leave the color out of it. Uh, we, we need to, you know, it, currently in our society, it seems like, uh, criminal behavior is quite a-okay. I mean, even up here in Northern California, and I'm not sure if this happened over the weekend or through the past week or whatnot, but, I mean, you have thugs going into Louis Vuitton and all these other stores and just robbing them blind. I saw one video. There was a group of like 10 to 15 of these people, and like I said, they're all masked, wearing masks, and I don't give a shit what color skin they are. They're, they're a bunch of thugs for going in and looting a business. Uh, but there was nothing that anybody did. You know, they 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 were never caught, and it's like, it, it's like go go out and bust your ass and work for a living and and earn your keep. Stop fucking leeching off and stealing other people's property. And to me, it, that's the biggest uh, that's the biggest issue that we have in our society that the criminal activity seems to be deemed a okay by a lot of these big-time leftists in the news media, uh, in entertainment industry, and it's just not acceptable. Something needs to be done. And, you know, one of the biggest things that came out of this whole case up in Kenosha for me is it's beautiful to see that a court of law is going to continue to uphold one's right to protect themselves. Because everything up until this, that decision that was made over the past year and a half, everything was A-OK as long as you're on the left being a criminal. I mean, let's, let's talk about what happened in, on January 6th and how many people are currently in prison because of them entering the Capitol building. Okay. And they want to go back on videotape and drone footage, and if they can, if they can identify someone, they're going to throw their ass in prison. Well, what what about why aren't these same lawmakers who are all got their fucking panties in a twist about people entering the Capitol building and need to be thrown in prison? Well, I'm sure there's plenty of video of all the thugs on the streets last year, looting, rioting, setting fires. Why? Well, Eric, why aren't we going after those douchebags? Well, that's a very interesting question. Um, you know, I, I really think it's um, 
I, I, I guess, uh, you know, Candace made a great point that, you know, that we're really just, you know, c celebrating and, um, and rewarding like, um, unlawful behavior and, and vil vilifying and, and punishing and persecuting truth. Right. And we're, and we're, and they're condoning these criminals. That's what mm -hmm. I can't, you know, I, I, it's just beyond me. I mean, okay. Um, so, you know, in these politicians minds and on for these liberals on the left thinking that, oh my God, what happened on January 6th was like just as bad as September 11th. Um, no, you, if you want to see something that was as just as drastic as September 11th that hit this country, that was last year on the streets of America when let's see, uh, douchebags were in the streets, looting, rioting, setting people's personal businesses on fire. And that was a destruction of our, literally, of our communities in the United States. Uh, people entering a building, especially when you have Capitol Police officers waving them in. Uh, yeah, that's, mm -mm, that's not, it's not the same. I'm sorry. And if those politicians and these pundits feel that way, Whew, we that's that's obviously you you see where we need change in our governmental systems and we need people out of government office if they're going to try to relate that to what they are and uh, we'll see what happens at the midterms next year but uh there's uh definitely need of change in this country for sure um in in with rittenhouse saying does it surprise you that rittenhouse was uh supports the blm movement um, I would probably think like yes and no, um, because I know, he, I, I, but like I said, I don't know what 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 end of the political spectrum he's on. Because I mean, I know we, you know, we've really never been able to find out from him. Hopefully, like until now, you know, you know, if he's like a a dem Democrat, a Republican, or a Independent. But I would think you know he would kind of be. Be, be celebrated by Republicans for the right to bear firearms, but and um, but but I think the the Democrats would probably not be wanting him because um, because they say he's a white supremacist, which oh, yeah. So I think he would probably be more along the lines of independent. And and people are still calling him a, a white supremacist even till to this day, I, which I'm very and shocked. The people who are calling and these people who are calling him a white supremacist. Don't even don't even know the kid, right? Exactly. And how 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 do you base a kid as a white supremacist when he shoots other white people? I mean, you just fucking grab that out of thin air and hey, oh, let's just use this as a race card. Yep, yep, he's a white supremacist. He's a terrorist. I mean, that's lunacy. Where 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 mm -hmm. do you base your decision on calling this young man a white supremacist? Uh, he didn't shoot and kill other ethnicities. Uh, you, so please, uh, by all means, if you want to make that type of accusation, what are you basing it on? I haven't seen anything and I doubt neither have they, but, uh, anyways, uh, on Monday, the today, uh, BLM has, uh, now distanced themselves from Kyle Rittenhouse on Monday after he expressed support for the movement. The group linked to an article about Rittenhouse's interview with Fox News' Tucker Carlson in it. Rittenhouse said, I'm not a racist person. I support the BLM movement. I support peacefully demonstrating. In response, BLM tweeted, Alexa, play. I don't fuck with you. 
and a GIF with the acronym IDFWU. It was referencing the Big Sean song carrying that title. Uh, Rittenhouse was recently found not guilty, as you guys know. The verdict was prompted has prompted left wing commentators to suggest that it was just that it was another triumph of white supremacy within the just justice system. So now, now because uh, men and women on a jury uh, decided that this kid is not guilty of the charges that were brought forth against him. So now, you know, since he's, uh, you know, they're all prevailed. Well, no, not uh, if you're on the left, you're like, you're, you know, that everyone, the jury must be racist. uh, There must be white supremacists. And so is the judge. (laughs) Well, and and people who want to buy the mainstream media's um, hard left narrative. um, I guess the question we we would ask them is, have they been smoking crack or, you know, what Whitney Houston would say about that. Oh, oh, I know. Crack is whack. That's right. Crack is whack. Don't do crack kills. Crack kills. Especially mm-hmm. butt especially butt crack. <laughs> and the re hey, the reason why we call MSNBC MSLSD is because mm-hmm. you, you could bet like Joe and Mika and Rachel and Joy over there are tripping on acid, also known as LSD. Yeah, they definitely the shit that comes out spews out of their mouth. I mean, you think Trump, Donald Trump what comes out of his mouth was bad? Pfft, huh? They got they they got nothing on on Trump. Anywho, uh, in another tweet, uh, BLM described Rittenhouse as a quote little racist terrorist who quote represents the exact kind of white supremacist vigilante violence that we've seen before. Oh, you mean the vigilante violence that you saw before on the streets of America last summer. I I remember those. Apparently BLM forgets about that, right? BLM, like, and and I've been upfront with you guys for the past year, year and a half about this. BLM is, is a dangerous organization to this country. They are one of the main reasons why there's been violence all across our country in the past year and a half. Keep in mind, about six to eight months ago, I told everybody, if you went to their organization's website, okay, and you wanted to see, you know, check out the organization, see what they're all about. What have they done for black communities across America? I mean, aside from gathering uh, communities and going out and burning buildings and setting fire to shit, um, like I told you before, the the only thing the only credits they have, for the most part, are in places outside of this country. They haven't done a damn thing except spark violence and spread false, racist, white supremacist narratives in this country. Anywho, uh, Rittenhouse, uh, like I said, uh, so the BLM uh, folks are like, they're like, yeah, you can be supportive of us, uh, but yeah, we have we want nothing to do with your white supremacist ass. So, anywho, I don't know if he really is a supporter of BLM. I mean, to each their own. I mean, I've always said that. I'll say that about you know uh, COVID nineteen shots. I'll say that about mm-hmm. what how people feel about anything it is that they want to feel about. You have that right. But part of me thinks that um, Kyle is coming out and saying this. Maybe just to protect his ass in the future. But who knows? Well, and and I would say also one thing that you and I have also been transparent about with like BLM is, you know, we, we you know share the belief that BLM 
was created with the best of intentions. But what happened along the way is it, it got hijacked by radicals, you know, and and these George Soros and Antifa types. Mm-hmm. And and it's like the me- message got lost in translation. I don't know. Thing, a lot of things in society seem like they're losing, uh, <laughs> getting lost in translation. It's crazy. It really is. Uh, BP says, if and, crack and is whacked, thing... if crack is whacked, does, what, do, what does that make crackers? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, BP. Uh, and and I know another thing we're transparent about as far as the COVID shot vaccine is concerned is that we would really be urging people like you know, you know, to, to determine whether you are truly a candidate for the the shot or vaccine, we would really be urging you to um, to seek advice from a professional known as like a a doctor or a licensed medical pr- practitioner, and and not be um, you know t- taking unsolicited advice from like media pundits and celebrities and politicians who aren't licensed to practice medicine, which we know they're clearly getting paid to break the law. That they are. And uh, yeah, I, I will uh, back that up. Like you said, Eric, uh, make sure, you know, it's up to you and your family. You, you get all the information, gather it all. You make the decision what's best for you and your family. Hey, if you want to go take a, uh, get a shot by all means, go ahead and go do so. Uh, don't listen to other people make you, you know, gather what you need to know and make the best uh, informed decision. You that know, you can make. make an appointment with your doctor today is what I would ask. Yes, exactly. And make sure you don't have any STDs while you're at it. <laughs> Anywho, uh, hey, the Newton, the nutcase, uh, Whoopi, you know, not Whoopi Cushion, but Whoopi Goldberg, you know, the uh, nut job that's, isn't she still on The View? Yeah, we might as well just call her Whoopi Cushion Goldberg because um, rumor has it that she's got some bad farts. Oh, my. <laughs> what? Oh, my. <laughs> hey, she's been known to fart on the air. Oh my and God! Maybe she, she, should with, she should get together with Brandon, uh, you know the guy that uh, lives in a basement in the White House. Yeah, they'd make a perfect. Well, couple. and then Joy Behar, she's also another joyless person. You got Joyless Reed at MSLSD, and you got Joyless Behar on that train wreck known as The View. Oh my God! We just have winners everywhere on television, don't we? Oh. I know, right? That's unbelievable. But yeah, uh, Whoopi, uh, you know, she's saying, yeah, the, the jury might have acquitted him. But to me, he's it's still murder. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, uh, okay. Uh, I wonder, and, and for these people who really think that Kyle is a, a murderer, I, w- I would love to ask these same people, back on January 6th when we lost a veteran, an unarmed, yes, an unarmed veteran, Ashley Babbitt, at the expense of a... Capitol Police officer. If you think that Kyle is a murderer, what is that police officer? I'm just curious. I'd lo- I would love to have someone that's all pissed off about Kyle being acquitted of all these charges. I, I wonder what those same people would be saying about the police officer involved in the, the Ashley Babbitt shooting. Do they feel the same way that he's a, that that police officer is a murderer as well? I mean, very two different circumstances. One, you have mm-hmm. a young kid that's being attacked by a mob, so he's trying to protect himself. And in the other instance, 
you have an, a female who's going away from a police officer and he decides to shoot and kill her. But the left is pissed off that this kid's trying to defend himself for his life. Yet they justify a veteran unarmed trying to express, I don't know, her, her free speech without the threat of being violent. Uh, I, things to me are a little fucking backwards uh, in, in these people's minds. And it has been for some quite time. And uh, I don't know. It's it's sad to see, but uh, like I said, I'm glad to see that the court and the jurors had the balls to come up with the decision that they did. What's going on? You know what, uh, Eric? It's uh, time for our first time out. We're going to take our qu a quick one, a little quickie. Grab yourself a little pop, a little coffee. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Slightly Serious Show out of Monday. You've been listening to the Slightly Serious Podcast. If you haven't laughed, been offended, or engaged, then turn up the damn volume. Be sure to follow and catch us weeknights at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. Yes, catch us weeknights for this next week. And uh, after that, just stay tuned to the Twitter Twitter to find out what the hell's going on. Mm -hmm. One person that you haven't seen in the news or in the press who's been, hell, he's been sleeping in a deeper basement than Joe Biden, uh, Lynn Wood. He, he's coming around and making noise, I guess. What the hell is that all about? Um, I, well, I, I saw a report over the weekend that now he's threatening legal action against Rittenhouse's attorneys because I think um, Rittenhouse's attorneys were, um, you know, coming out, you know, saying that Lynn Wood isn't, was an idiot, you know, for, for the, for the, how the hand the case was handled early on before they came in interesting and we'll we'll get to that it looks like we have zach calling in zach are you with us welcome zach and yeah i'm right here eric invited me so i just stopped by well i appreciate you stopping well, by What's glad going you could on? join us oh nothing much What's right now i was just no? waiting to hear what all the topic was tonight i heard something about kyle rittenhouse yeah, we were talking about uh, Kyle. Uh, he had his interview with uh, Tucker Carlson, and uh, apparently Carlson's also going to do a special documentary uh, with some behind-the-scenes type stuff uh, over the next month or so. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'll be looking forward to hearing uh, what he has to say. Uh, we also came out, uh, there's a report saying that uh, Rittenhouse is a, a supporter of BLM, which is a little surprising, but like I said, huh. their own. I didn't know that. I didn't either. And uh, but it was, but who's putting that out? Is it like it, like who's putting that out? Well, he he himself in his uh, interview with Tucker Carlson did, and then once that uh, got out, BLM themselves are like, uh, yeah, no, we're, we we uh, we're not a fan of uh, Kyle. He's a uh, white <laughs> racist, white supremacist. Still, wait, how is he white supremacist though? When he killed. Uh, I think it was three white people when it kept getting reported Two that white it was men black and one people. that was you know one 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 survived with like life altering injuries but you know he had his arm shot off and but but the two two people that are are slain one of them was like a a known child molester and and, and sexual predator yeah and then in one of them no I think one of them uh like raped his girlfriend or something repeatedly Wow. Yeah, I, I did read I that. was yeah. listening to another podcast on him. I think it was one that you actually sent me, Eric. 
Well, here's the thing, and, I, and I'm glad you bring that up, Zach, because um, I've been bringing this same point up. John DeVito may have talked about that. And the fact of how everyone's calling him a white supremacist and that he's racist and all that, where, where are they getting this from? I mean, I mean you ha- everyone has a right to their opinion, but you need to have something to back that up. I mean, just because right. he you know, shoots and kills uh, a couple people to protect his own life. That doesn't make him a racist. Uh, that makes him a kid who was scared shitless that needed to survive. That's what it makes him. And uh, I just I don't I don't see it uh, where these people are coming up with all that. And I think it's just it's just another one of those ploys by the media, by the you know even Joe Biden, it what called him a white supremacist. I mean, out of all people. A guy who says if you're not black, if, if you don't vote for me, you're not black, because that's not yeah. racist, right? That's not that's not white supremacist. No, well, what the liberal media does is with its own people, they shelter them. If they uh, there was an interview with the lady, and she goes, um, if uh, if Donald Trump deports all the illegals, who's going to be cleaning your toilets? And that wasn't reported on. Uh, Joe Biden's numerously are said numerously uh, that uh, white ki- kids are just as talented as, or I mean, black kids are just as talent. Or right? No, I- what did he say? Yeah, he, you know what I'm saying. I can't remember the exact wording that he had, but he alludes to white people being better than black people in a lot of his interviews, which is really kind of comical when he describes others as white supremacists. Right. And that's not necessarily true at all. I mean, uh, you know, uh, I mean, let's take a look at sports. I mean, uh, the black community is way more talented than us white people. Well, I mean, that, that's more of, that's more of a uh, selective breeding thing with the, um, when, when slavery was around, they'd take the, strongest slaves and out of the population and the weaker uh slaves would just die off and that was just more of like a selective breeding thing but you can also see uh with genetic trauma where uh the i think it's 40 percent of the black parents is uh there's like a 40 percent black single parent motherhood in the black community. And that's a direct result of, uh, DNA trauma or genetic trauma. Well, and I, and I think, yeah, those, those, uh, statistics might be accurate. I'm not saying that they're not, but I think if even when you take race out of the equation and let's just use a blanket overall single parents mm-hmm. across America, I guarantee you, if you look at the statistics that children, in two-parent families, and they probably do quite a bit better for themselves overall. Oh, yeah. If- because there's uh-huh. things that you learn from a mother, and there's things that you learn for a, from a father. Right. So, and, and you know, the whole the, – it's the, the race thing, politicians, it's just like government – government's two most favorite things to utilize to advance agendas. Number one is race. Number two is children. And they'll use those anytime they need to advance an agenda. People don't look at it that way. Mm-hmm. They get suckered into it. Oh, we need, I mean, take a look at, you know, I'm, I'm 
uh, in uh, the vaping industry, okay, which is the vaping industry, if you're not familiar with it, is a fantastic alternative to combustible tobacco products. It's a hell of a lot less harmful than traditional tobacco. But the big problem is, like in this scenario, is tobacco sales generate hundreds of millions of dollars for governments all across this country, from states to federal government. So when you start, when an industry such as the vaping industry comes into fruition and starts chipping away percentage by percentage and converting combustible tobacco users over to vaping, and you start messing with their piggy bank of hundreds of millions of dollars that they gain from the tobacco industries, what does the government do? They start utilizing, oh, well, kids are using this. We need to stop this. They're not concerned about the children's health and safety. At the end of the day, they're utilizing those kids to continue stuffing their fucking picky banks. Because I'll tell you what, as an individual, if I had a choice, because let's keep in mind, right? Children are going to do things that they're not supposed to do. When I started smoking when I was 14 years of age, it wasn't because, oh, my God, this Marlboro tastes so great. That's not the reason kids do what they do, just like drugs. They do it because they're not supposed to. So if I had to make a decision whether my child was going to smoke a cigarette or vape, uh, I, I think I'd rather them vape than smoke. I wouldn't, ra- I wouldn't want them to do either one, to be honest with you. But if you had the choice, but my main point in this whole thing is the fact that governments, whether it be state, local, or federal, they utilize race and they utilize kids to advance an agenda. And uh, I think you know you you're, uh-huh. you're seeing it, you're seeing it play right now with this whole entire Kyle Rittenhouse thing. The left is all pissed off, though, so they're going to continue to call him a white supremacist, a racist, um, when. Like I said, I'd love to talk to anybody, anybody who thinks that of him. Let's have a conversation because me, along with millions of other Americans, have no idea how you're basing that on. What are you basing it on? Because he shot and killed two people to protect his life? That makes him a racist? Or are you saying that he's a racist and a white supremacist just because he's fucking white? I don't know. What do, what do you think? What do you think that answer is, Zach? What what are the, in your opinion? What are they basing him being a white supremacist racist is? Well, I think it's more of a misinformation in the media because if you looked at the original media reports, it says that he shot and killed three black men, which uh, Eric just said that he shot and killed two white men and seriously injured another. You know, We're and, just and that getting also messed black. up news. Right. Yeah. Um, mm. You know, and then like last week prior to the acquittal, you know, MSNBC, you know, freelance jur- journalist and a producer back in New York, you know, engaged in what could be looked at as a very like serious breach in, in ethics and accountability. And, um, and, and that could also raise the relevant question of where, where is MS? Where is NBC Universal's upper management and human resources department? Are they even going to investigate this this allegation? That you know, and um, and and also is law enforcement also going to investigate it? And 
and and and I'm and I have a YouTube video like queued up of where you know Joe Biden made what a very you know racially insensitive statement you know involving like 7-Eleven and Dunkin' Donuts. I'll let y'all take a listen. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. You know, and t tell me that that's not insensitive. Well, that right there, I mean, you could call Joe a, a, a racist uh, more than you can Kyle. Mm -hmm. That evidence. And you could also call and him a sexist because he numerous... called that New Hampshire lady a lying dog face pony soldier. What is a, a lying? You know, it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny because he'll go off and say that Trump's sexist because he called, um, I think it was something O'Donnell or whatever. He called her a pig face or something, pig whore, something like that. Pig whore, wow. Hog what woman. A, it was a, something with a pig. Uh, and then he'll say a uh, Rosie O'Donnell, Rosie O'Donnell. Thank you, Mario. He called her like a pig whore or something like that. Something weird, something stupid, something wildly creative like Trump usually does. And it sent the media in an uproar. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Oh, Marlo, I'm sorry. I'm dyslexic and my screen's cracked. <laughs> Marlo, thank, uh, thanks for the help there, Marlo. Uh, good old Rosie, huh? Gosh, didn't Neil Diamond have a, a song about her? Um, Sweet Caroline. Uh, that was Caroline <laughs> Kennedy. Um, oh. Here's that, that clip of Joe Biden now. A lion dog face pony soldier. Did y'all hear that? I did. What is a lion dog face pony soldier, Eric? Um, I really have no clue, but um, but you know, to me, for him to call call a woman like that who was considered voting for him. To me, that was just very insulting and degrading toward toward a woman, especially. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that's Brandon for you. I mean, what do you expect? And, oh, by the well, way. Mary's got a point. I, I read, oh, Mary says uh, something stupid came out of his dumb mouth. <laughs> that's not surprising, Mary. You know that. Um, what was the statistic? Oh, I know what it was. Um, I saw a... Uh, a tweet, whether it's true or not, I'm not 100% sure, but um, the statistic came out that more people this year have died of COVID-19 than last year with Donald Trump as our president. So, you know, just food for thought. Won't be the last. He is, he is losing it. Uh, I, I give him another year. He's gone within a year. Well, you know, I, I know I sent you like plenty of stories, including that one of like Lynn Wood and then and another story I caught just this afternoon is you, you've got people close to Trump, you know, begging him not to run in 2024. But um, but I think Trump is just going to prove that he is beholden to nobody. And, um, you know, you know, whether he wins or loses, I think he's trying to send a loud and, and clear message that um, that our two party political system really needs to clean up its act if they really truly want to make America a better place for future generations. That is true. But there is one uh, article that you forwarded me that was a little bit, little bit concerning. Uh, this is uh, from mm -hmm. the business, business insider from Thomas Colson. And uh, he's basically saying uh, President Trump's allies are pushing to dissuade him from running for president again in 2024 and possibly, possibly being handed a second defeat. Uh, that's what the Atlantic is reporting. 
Uh, Trump has repeatedly indicated that he could seek the Republican candidacy in the next presidential election and has raised tens of millions of dollars from supporters. Uh, The Atlantic reported that one of Trump's former campaign advisors who spoke anonymously said they planned to warn Trump that he could be known as a serial political loser if he lose if he fails to win. Um, What do you think? I mean, you know, uh, a few weeks ago, I, I went out on a limb and I I basically said, look. If there's any doubt in Trump's mind that he's going to lose, there's no chance that he's going to run. What do you think? Well, I know he. Chances are, um, well, well, I think, um, you know, I know we, we still have the unanswered questions about the election, like, um, and um, and even Marion Chad even says he didn't lose, and then, and I know. Steve, who goes by T-Picks in the chat, says there's no way he lost Georgia and Arizona. And, um, you know, and but I think with depending on how next year's midterm election shape up, assuming Republicans can regain both the House and the Senate, which appears very likely considering what just happened in Virginia earlier this month, that, you know, Donald Trump would most likely make his decision, you know, after next year's midterms. Yeah, Zach, do you, do you think uh, as long as the Republicans take back the um, House? Zach had to drop off for a minute. Oh, I didn't see that. Okay. Um, and, and Mary says he didn't lose. And here, here's how I'm going to view it, okay? Uh, not, not, not everyone's going to agree with me. Uh, for, for, fact, for fact's sake, not for fuck's sake, but for, you know, f- facts. Let's, F-A-C-T-S. I, I, yeah, exactly. I, I think, you know, Fine. Uh, they want to say that he lost. Okay, he lost. Okay, he didn't. He didn't win the election. I'm not saying, and I'll continue to say, I don't think it was a fair election uh, by by whoever the hell, you know, supposedly quote unquote counted in all the ballots and stuff like that. Okay, he lost. But I don't know if if there. Here's my question to you, yeah. Mary. If you you truthfully, as do I, think he unfairly lost or didn't gain back the presidency. We'll say that that way there's no winning or losing. He just didn't regain the presidency. If you, if you were Donald Trump and felt that you got robbed from the election, who's to say that's not going to happen again. And why would you throw, if you feel that it was, there was some funny business going on, would you, would you really even try to attempt to run again? Knowing that, hey, if they did it once, they're probably going to do it again. Mm-hmm. What about you, Eric? If if you were in that position, knowing deep down in your heart you knew that they fucked you over and stole the election yeah. from you, would you even attempt to, at running again? Um, I I would be I would probably be like maybe you know because you know you know and I even like one one comment like down in the the chat that Steve mentioned, like take away the, the mail-in ballots because I, I think, it, you, you know, that's the perfect breeding ground for fraud right there. But then you're also looking at allegations of like voter intimidation and suppression, you know, through like the social media environment because, you know, we, we've already mentioned Facebook whistleblower Francis Haugen. And then we also had a story on Friday that um, where, you know, the Justice Department, um, apprehended two Iranians that had hacked into a voter database. Oh, that's know, just and, racist. 
Blame the Iranians. I see how it is. I'm just kidding. But, but um, but I would think um, if, if you know, if they beyond a reasonable doubt, you know, you know, intimidated voters by hacking into a database like they did, you know, they they should face some like serious penalties for what they did. Duh. Oh yeah, no, I agree. And like I said, I I'm not saying that I uh, you know, I I think there was some f- funny business that happened. Uh, we've been very and. Uh, upfront about that and and i and i think um congress may be moving in the right direction of maybe maybe investigating f- facebook and other social media entities further like your twitter and your tiktok and google you know and you know and maybe even possibly ordering some kind of like forensic audit on like their like databases and their servers and their finances yeah, you could do that. It would be interesting to f- find out what they would find. That's for sure. But it, it's exactly. one of the things, like someone said in the uh, chat, get rid of the mail-in ballots. Well, in California, I think uh, the wacko, the wacko uh, governor, uh, hashtag fuck Gavin Newsom, uh, he has, uh, I believe he has recently signed a bill that makes it mandatory to allow ma- mail-in ballots from now on. So. That's another wonderful reason why we're getting the hell out of here. So uh, I don't agree with mail-in ballots. Uh, The only mail-in ballots that should be able to uh, be uh, pushed out are to men and women of the armed forces that don't have the ability to come in person and vote. Well, you know, like like people who are disabled and can't can't stand in long lines and then and our military servicemen and women and, you know, and, and people, you know, who have to, you know, Keep, keep our safety as a top priority and because um, it, it i think the thing is, is if, if you're going to go and vote in election the expectation is is you you really need to go vote in person for your vote to truly count and um you know and then St- steve mentions like california is a democratic state anyways it's always blue which that is true um that and they're they're letting everybody over the, the border which and i know our border is being let, left unchecked and then but I, but I think another issue that we really need to address is also the voter complacency, especially in a lot of your Democrat safe states, like whether it's Massachusetts or Maryland or New York State or Illinois, or California or Washington State, what have you. Well, uh, but you're also you know, going to have voter complacency in Republican safe states, whether it's Alabama, Mississippi or Wyoming, Utah, what have you. Well, like California, right? Let's take California. I'm getting the hell out of here. I'm, I've had enough of it here. Mm-hmm. Shit is yeah, oh yeah let's go uh, we're, we're living sunday but it's gotten to the point in california to where these people and not everybody obviously there's fine people out there like zach that's unfortunately here in california as well but the majority of them it's amazing it, it gets to the point to where my mind like okay get the hell out of here let them sink themselves you know, because I'm sure as soon as I leave, there's going to be some illegal immigrant that's going to come over and take my place. And California can, well, dish out more money to give to them. And I don't know where the hell they're going to get it from. But, you know, that's how they roll, uh, you know, deficit spending and keep it up. I mean, but at the end of the day, when the piggy bank's low and dry, uh, where in the hell does Governor Newsom or any other left wing wacko uh, feel that they're, they're going to get the cash to continue to give to illegal immigrants and to every other person that feels entitled and wants to make sure that uh, you basically give them free college, free housing and free everything else in this state. It's, it's unbelievable. It's like, you cannot, when it gets down to it, I mean, 
you take a look at uh, property insurance, property taxes here in California, substantially high. Look at the gas prices. In my area, they're at like $5.25, I think, right now. That sounds right. Um, like right about where ours is. I mean, we're over down here in Bakersfield. I don't know where you're at, but. I'm in San Diego. Okay, so you're like four hours from me north. Yeah. And yeah, we've got pretty much the same gas prices. I mean, I think it's maybe getting up to that point. I mean, it's like $5.30 here, I think. But at the end of the day, when you're giving out so much damn money to everybody and giving them, quote unquote, free college and free this and free that, um, you, you're not going to be able to, uh, you know, there's no, you can't get blood out of a turnip or whatever the damn saying is. You so can't what are you going to do that? That's right. Yeah. I mean, the money's not going to fucking automatically just appear out of nowhere. Uh, and especially when, you know, you have people in California that work two jobs, still struggle to get by paying their rent, mm-hmm. uh, let alone worry about having to fill up their damn gas tank. So what are you going to do? You can just give, you know, everyone just can live for free when uh, you can't even afford to keep the power on in the state. It's it's out of control well, here. But you know what? Everybody, you know, continue. Let's keep the Democrats in. They're doing such a fine job. It's is is uh, Newsom alive? I don't know. He he's been under the radar. He hasn't been. <laughs> uh, Unless he's show? under a COVID quarantine. Um. Or maybe, yeah, he has, or maybe he has COVID. Who knows? Those are oh, Democrats on steroids. They they have transcended into the clown world. They are they are well they they're they are a fucking bunch of clowns. I mean, all they want to do is uh, take as much money as they can from any individual that lives here and give it to the next person that's not here legally. I mean, <laughs> you know what it sounds like to me? It sounds like a Ponzi scheme. Well, yeah, you, you take away the money from people that, that are making it and giving it to those that don't want to fucking work and just be lazy-ass bastards that just you know want everything for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where we're at in society now, to, all across our country, not just here in California. It's one of those things to where, oh, the people that are the lazy pieces of garbage that are sitting at home and expect everything for free, they finally have a voice. Because, you know, people that love the Green New Deal and instead should be only over at OnlyFans, like AOC, uh, they have a voice through those people now. They Wait, finally what's, the, what's the OnlyFans thing with AOC? What's up with that? Oh, I, <laughs> uh, oh I haven't on. heard about that. Oh, hold yes, on. Hold, okay, hold on. Let me, let me explain. Okay. Oh, hey, Jester, what's up? What I was saying, I've said on our show previously that you know, AOC does not belong in politics. She would have mu- a much more successful career if she just created <laughs> an OnlyFans page. That's where that comes from. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it's just has been like talking about her since like the second she started running. Oh yeah, how much of a pretty woman she is. <laughs> yeah, well, she would she would make a killing on OnlyFans. Jeez. Trust me. No, she wouldn't because or she'd posing sell for one thing and everyone would post it. Oh, wait a minute, though. Hold on. She wouldn't be able to because she thinks everyone should get shit for free, so she just have to uh, perform free. Jester, Jester, tell them about the tattoo you want to get. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Jester says, give me that link for AOC's OnlyFans right now. 
<laughs> All I got to say, Jester, is down, boy, down. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> did you hear? Did you hear here recently? Um, actually, AOC was busted out, um, spending like some kind of like one point five million of taxpayer dollars on her makeup. What? Okay, that just sounds like BS, though, to me. <laughs> Because who, who spends that much on makeup? Well, I mean, she does oh be wearing a lot. I That's could a be lying. Or I would wonder if she had to go get a Joan Rivers-style plastic surgery done. That's I what know. I was wondering. Do you guys think Mr. Brown's yeah. been in contact with her at all? <laughs> who? God, I hope not. I'm pretty sure um, she had a nose. Uh, uh, funny, you mentioned, funny you mentioned Mr. Brown slightly because... Um, there's like a com- controversy involving Kamala Harris um, having two staffers from her office resign, but but I think um, when we I did like the Freethink Weekly call, I think um, the the real person who might have instigated that whole ordeal was Pete Buttigieg, because I think oh. he's got bigger fish to fry. Yeah, no, Pete Pete is a busy guy. He's got a lot on his plate plate right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, um, what do you guys but, think but, but about... I think uh, you're definitely going to read up more on that, but going on. Yeah, I'll have to read up on, on uh, Pete and all them. What do you guys think about uh, Epstein's other victims saying that uh, they need to go after not just Ghislaine just, just uh, Maxwell, but uh, other co- conspirators? Have you guys heard about that? Hey, I'd be all for that. I feel so stupid. I always get them confused. Now, Epstein is the old guy who sniffs people's hair. No, no, that's Brandon. <laughs> no, no, that, that's Joe Biden. Oh, okay. that's, that's Biden. Joe Biden. That's right. Okay, I'm getting my old weirdos messed up. <laughs> but, but Sean, he yeah, might have let's learned. Let's go, that, Brandon. He might have learned that from Jeffrey. I don't know. I'm not sure. I can't. I can't uh, confirm nor deny that. But anyways, they're they're. Uh, some of the victims uh, are saying, hey, uh, let's go after more than just Giselle. There's other people that we need to, uh, you know, more fish to fry. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting. You uh, know, they say, are they looking at Clinton and Prince Andrew and a few other conspirators? Or conspirators? I don't know. I, I, I would love it if one of the Clintons gotten uh, thrown under the bus, literally. <laughs> Well, but, hey, see. Jeffrey Epstein, uh, I think, had possession of that one picture of Bill Clinton wearing the Monica Lewinsky dress. Well, the, the one outlet, the Telegraph, they know of the identity of one of the witnesses that uh, is supposed to go off against Miss Maxwell, but they're not naming who they are. But I don't know. Well, they probably have to adhere to a shield law. Probably. I don't know. Anyways, we're going to take our last quick time out, guys. Uh, if you guys want to stick around, you're more than welcome to. Uh, we'll uh, see what we can get into after the break. You're listening to The Slightly Serious Show on a Monday. Enjoying yourselves? Then please be sure to follow the show on Podbean and many of the other social media platforms, including Twitter at Slightly Serious, Instagram, and Facebook. Our podcasts are also available to download on many different platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Google Podcasts, and many more. Oh, all right. Welcome back. Last half hour of the show. Um, now that I got uh, dude Sean with us, can you explain, Sean? I, I've been I've been begging, not begging, but I've been asking people 
about how how people are saying that Rittenhouse is a racist and he's a white supremacist. Do you have any idea where this is coming from? Because I don't. I I'm lost. How is because he shot two white people? How does that make him a white supremacist? Just because he's white? I I have your guess is as good as mine, my friend. I uh, this Saturday I used my all four hours of my programming that Podbean allots me. Thank you, by the way, Podbean. Shouts out <laughs> to Kyle Rittenhouse. Um, it's beyond me. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you want to look at facts, you you're more. You should be calling the president of the United States a white supremacist more so than Kyle Rittenhouse, based on things that he's said publicly. I know one thing: when the United States of China comes marching through, I'm ducking behind Kyle. Right. <laughs> And and guess who um, Kyle Rittenhouse's new staunch ally is? Nick Sandman from Covington, Kentucky. Um, And he's already giving Rittenhouse and company encouragement to sue the hell out of the media. And, you know, take them to the cleaners. As you know what George would say to Wheezy on the Jeffersons? Take them to the cleaners, Wheezy. (laughs) Mary says she thinks it's because they looked at his Facebook and found something there. And uh, obviously they need to start a race war. Well, the race war has been has been brewing for the past year and a half, and uh, it, you know, there there is obviously, like we've said, there's going to be racism in our country and in, in any community, and it's not just racism, uh, you know, white uh, to black, or I mean, there's racist Mexicans that hate blacks. There's blacks that don't like other races. There's racism everywhere. It's not a white thing, just like the media wants to fucking make it appear. Uh, they don't want to talk about the other side of that because that doesn't fit their narrative. That doesn't advance an agenda they want to go through. Uh, but you know what? The main thing is people all across this country need to understand that stop paying attention to the bullshit that's being shoved down your throat every night on your local news channels. And I mean, I've, I've completed, I haven't, I, I read articles. I haven't watched the news in at least a year. I'll read both sides of different things and all that and make my own form decisions, but it's, it's just getting out of control to where they just want to put everybody against each other. Uh, and then they can just take the rest of your freedoms and liberties away because you, you know, you as a society, you're not acting and behaving like you should be. So we need to do something about that. We know what's best for you. And, uh, that's how I see it. At least Jester says that they were protesting a death of a, of Jake Blake, a black man who was shot. They say Rittenhouse was there to prevent the protesting because he is a racist. Wow. That's a stretch for me, but I, you know, I, it's, uh, to me, that's a stretch. I don't, I can't agree with that. I mean, I don't think many people in here will. What do you think, uh, Sean? I'm assuming the amount of juvenile racists is, is, is the minority. So, uh, you know, I know one thing we can't have this where it's already talked ahead of time, um, where there's uh, a court case like this, where it's being uh, threatened and dictated from external sources uh, via threat of violence is uh, that's a fat no go. 
So I think once we can get away from all the Newsoms and all the Fauci types and everything and like get back over our feet again, mm-hmm. I think that'd be one thing to really start to take a look at. It's one of the things that we can fix. <clears throat> oh, by the way, while we're on the topic, the new normal is when Fauci, uh, CDC, and these other types are held accountable in the court of law. That's the new normal, by the way, starting tonight. Thank oh, you. I, I, I'm waiting for uh, that that guy. I, I can't even mutter his name right now, but I, Fauci, need, he needs to be locked up in prison. He's a detriment to our society. And I, I don't see how people like him can get away with all the bullshit that we've experienced from him. He doesn't, he well, fucking I mean, pops on everything that comes out of his mouth instead of being honest. And saying, why, I don't know. Go ahead, Eric. Or, it, or with Fauci at 81 years old, why ain't he already in a retirement home? <laughs> Maybe he why? should join Brandon. Superannuated out of the CDC. How do you how do you think the uh, the new FDA? Uh, how, how do you feel about the new FDA uh, guy that's uh, potentially coming into office? Okay, thank you. For saying something, I haven't ta- heard wind of this yet, so uh, double thank you. But I know one thing: at five hundred mil around there, that's the funding annually. Five hundred uh, million, right, for FDA. Do you want to take a stab at what NASA spending a year? Uh, probably something far superior to that. Ninety billion. Two trillion. Ninety ninety billion. Ninety billion a year. So if you times that, I mean, we wouldn't be working. Basically, we'd be on a golf course, like gambling on our own game, and like, <laughs> like, wow, really, wow. But uh, sir, where was it going to that? Is it's just how horrible that is that five hundred million is what you know they're spending on what's going in your kids mouths and what's going you know and wow. that's, that's just insane, insane to me and then that's that's pre, that's pre-cove and now that fda you know what let me just back up because i'm gonna blow a gasket too Fauci and the fda i will i'll be up on the wall like king, uh, king car <laughs> yeah go ahead please i haven't heard of this <clears throat> So the the uh, I don't have the name right in front of me, but the the guy that they're uh, pinning to be the new director at FDA, um, let's just say he's very well connected with pharmaceutical companies. No. Oh yeah. Yes, sir. Uh huh. Surprise! 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 Right. Uh, let me uh, get some more information here, really quickly. But yeah, he uh, is. Let's see what is. That's uh, not a good direction. Doctor, uh, Doctor Robert Califf, C A L I F F. That's uh, who Joe Biden or Brandon is intending to nominate for commissioner of the FDA. And uh, he's. Uh, it says Doctor Robert Califf is one of the most experienced clinical trialists in the country, and his ex- the experience and expertise to lead the Food and Drug Administration during a critical time in our nation's fight to put an end to coronavirus pandemic. As the FDA considers many consequential decisions around vaccine approvals and more, it is uh, mission critical that we have a steady, independent, yeah, right, hand to guide the FDA. Uh, Brandon says that he's confident that Dr. Califf will ensure that the FDA continues its science and data-driven decisions. Um, Strong... 
apparently Caliph has strong bipartisan sh uh, support. And uh, let's see. He's an uh, internationally recognized expert in clinical trial research, health disparities, healthcare quality, and cardiovascular medicine. He brings nearly four decades of experience as a doctor, researcher, leader, and public servant, including previous service as FDA commissioner from 2016-17. So uh, he also works as head of clinical policy at Verily Life Sciences. And, uh, yeah, so... Didn't he used to work for the creators of diabetes? That I know. And Hasbro. <laughs> <laughs> the great American toys. Oh my God. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, happy times. It's uh, that's crazy. It really is. But I, I I'm uh, most curious of what he's going to do with uh, the vaping industry because you know the FDA is working hand in hand with you know, big tobacco in my opinion to get rid of vaping. And uh, just like they use yeah. the, the race, the race card and to advance agendas are using kids to manipulate that. Mary says uh, $37 billion profit to Pfizer last quarter. Uh, F Joe buys all the Pfizer drugs. You know, they are in bed. I was wondering, has anybody checked on the Pfizer stock? Has, has that exploded? Because uh, of all the deals that they're making uh -huh. with the government and all that, I haven't. Looked. Well, and Podfather also made a mention, you know, in chat just a little bit ago. NASA budget is sixty-eight million dollars per day, which that is crazy. So imagine that, right? Because me personally, we don't need to spend that type of money in space. We really don't. What the hell? What the hell do you and I get out of it? Better internet. So I mean with that. What do you think's actually going on I don't, in space? Why do we have to spend nearly a trillion dollars in space? What do you think's actually going on? I mean, we just got a space force during uh, Trump's administration. Mm -hmm. So yeah. what's really going up there? Here, here's my best guess: is is money. Okay, so and here's another thing. Since we know these people are sickos and psychopaths, okay, that are unfortunately leading our country and the world at large right now, I think that that might be okay. This is, um, I think that might be the 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 magic number, if you will, of how much money it takes to suck out of the American average person to keep us on the treadmill. And I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if these psychopaths have it down to the last damn penny. What do you well, mean off the treadmill? Of the uh, being in debt, of almost making it, almost making it, needing the banks. I mean, think about that money. If he was just stayed the F put or just was like, okay, so that's like each day there'd be 64 new millionaires. Woohoo! That would not, be no less make for awesome television. You're like, <laughs> <we're>, <laughs> what? As far, as far as like you know, Bezos and fucking uh, what's uh, the other dude's name? Uh, Musk. His, yeah, Musk, his competitor. My my view on them trying to get to space and all that is they're looking for fucking tax write-offs. So they're like, hey, we'll just fucking throw shit up in space. You know, I I think Elon and Jeff are probably in in kind of like a you know like a a competition of you know who can make it to Mars first. Or, or back to the moon. Well, I don't know. I mean, 
for me, I think they're more um, thinking farther ahead. Like Elon Musk. Uh, I mean, Elon Musk is like one of my favorite people on the planet. He's just funny to listen to and to see what all he comes up with. He's maybe trying to get, or him and El- or Jeff Bate. Who's the other guy that we just said? Jeffrey Bezos. Elon yeah, Mo- Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos and Elon that Musk. They're trying to get sort of um, monopoly on land in on Mars or wherever they want to go. Like, if you think about it, if, if you get the monopoly, I mean, Mars, the moon, that's the space is the final frontier. Uh, it used exactly. to be, uh, it's like our, you know, when, gosh, what was it called? Manifest destiny. It's like our manifest destiny, go to space, take over more land. Mm-hmm. Either, either that or the, the rich people trying to, uh, you know, make sure they have everything covered so when shit hits the fan here on Earth, they just fucking bail. <laughs> yeah, or just <laughs> escape the taxes, cow. Right, exactly. Uh, but you know, I'll, I'll wait. May I join the, uh, the the left wing wackos and wait for my free uh, free ride to space one day? Uh huh. I mean, what? I mean, what? I don't know. I'd be interested to know what uh, Jester thinks uh, as far as what, what what the hell the big deal is about space. Oh, Jester's one of those whack jobs too. Love <laughs> Jester. Uh, let's see what uh, hey, Jester wants to call in. Let's see what Jester has to say about. That. <laughs> I fuck the bear. Slightly, the dude Sean, Eric. Good to have you, Zachary. Man. What's up, man? <laughs> so, guys, here's the thing about space that nobody's talking about. I understand the useless and endless funding for this. But the reality is no country has a claim on space. So exactly. anybody could send up there whatever they want. If Russia wants to put missile batteries up there, they can do that. If China wants to send up a um, interspace missile to go up and then come back down, which they're now doing, like nobody's monitoring what's going on. As far as privatizing Mars and the moon and stuff like that and creating a monopoly, we don't have, we're not going to see the technology within our lifetimes for that to happen. May we start getting close to that idea? Yeah, but by the time we'd actually get there, Musk and Bezos are going to be taking a dirt nap. They're not going to be around anymore. Exactly. So, I mean, it, it, but it's the idea of the big next commercial thing. The new tourist attraction is going to be flights to outer space. Maybe at some point we get a little space station set up up there to where people could come spend the night in space, things like that. That's the only place it's really going if you're not, if you're looking at it as being privatized and not militarized. Now, but what would be, why, just give me a reason why I would want to visit space. Coco Cabana 3023, baby. <laughs> why, why would you want, why would you want to, why, why would you want to go to Hawaii? I mean, the, like, why would you want to go to Hawaii? Why would you want to go to Tahiti? You like well, Tahiti? I would have more reason to go to Hawaii than Tahiti than fucking space. Correct. S- slightly. Have you ever made love weightless before? Oh, that could. Wouldn't be that be? Wouldn't that, that be an experience you'd want? I'm just that saying. Would be, that would be pretty awesome. Yeah. 
Would you be the first gay man to have sex in space? Hell yes. <laughs> oh my god. So again, go to space, do your thing. That's the next thing. It's going to be a privatized, commercialized wow. trip to space. Can you imagine and, the only fans in and space? And I bet it would cost a fortune too. <laughs> well, I think I think the tickets are what now? 250,000 to go to space? Like you could actually get a ticket now. Hey, pretty soon it'll be the cost of a gas uh, tank of gas. <laughs> you, you're right. I do see gas prices going that high. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, what? Uh, speaking of, of gas and cars and all that, right? Uh, dealerships, I found out recently, dealerships right now are offering you, like, the most value you've, you'll ever receive in your life for your used cars. Because they have no new cars to sell, so they need fucking used cars to sell. They're paying top dollar for that. But that's not why I'm bringing it up. The reason I'm bringing this up is, you know, the automobile makers are utilizing the whole thing of, oh, we're out of chips. We're out of chips. We don't have cars. I'm calling bullshit on that. And I think that they're scrapping all the gasoline cars, and they're just holding off and to produce, you know, electric vehicles. What do you th- what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that's what's really going on? That sounds about spot on. That's what I'm thinking because they all you hear in the media is oh there's a back uh, you know they're back uh, it delayed in you know manufacturing chips and all that. I'm like it's been a year and a half since fucking COVID happened. Come on. Well, slightly. Do you remember cash for clunkers? Whenever they were buying up all the you know they were giving you money for all these crappy vehicles that were burning up gas and. They were pushing hybrids on everybody. Yeah, I do remember that. Yes. Same thing, dude. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, my, my father, he went into the dealership. Uh, he was uh, going to you know, trade in his Denali and all that. And they're like, oh, we'll give you like 50000 Um, He's like, okay, yeah, but what about the car that I want? Well, we're not sure when that's going to come in, but we'll pay cash for your car right now. <laughs> like, yeah, because that makes sense. You know, and... You know, and I have like family friends like Lynn and Carla who um, li- live in the Newport Beach area of California, and they have also a house here in Georgia. And you know, and they own like a a, a Tesla, and um, there's really no telling how much they um, they spend on on that, and or how much their monthly payments are if they're making like monthly car payments. Wow, but that's, that's crazy. Do you think you're going to get get away with uh, going away from gasoline powered cars in in the next twenty years? Do you guys all think that? God, I hope not, because I mean, I, I love my um, Toyota Corolla too much, and um, you know, and you know, and all I've known well, my whole life is cars with internal combustion engines that take gasoline to, to keep it running. In twenty twenty three, they're uh, they're going to be outlawed in the state of California. Well, the new one. Thank yeah, God you, I don't live there. Well, you won't be able to buy a brand new gas gas car. You can still buy the used on the market, but but here's the thing: because everybody's like all about, oh well, you know, electric vehicles. It's better for this and better for that. Uh, I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, it might be easier on the wallet right now, but wait till if you force everybody to get electric. I mean, right now, California can barely fucking power the state without electric vehicles just wait till everyone's forced to have an electric vehicle 
But can you imagine the monopoly that the electric companies are going to have and how the the prices of electricity will skyrocket? You think gas Mm -hmm. is bad? Just wait for your electric bill. Yeah, that's just another example of dysfunction that gets talked about readily, but never there's never anything done about it. We can't have that in America anymore. And you know, as far as uh, 2023, they're making this or that a gas uh, car illegal. Only if we keep putting up with this SH, with this shard. I think if people keep leaving in masses like they're doing, like Slightly is doing, that's so great. Uh, again, let me say, I'm, I think that's so incredible that you just decided, to, you know, screw you guys, I'm leaving. I, if more people did that, they wouldn't have a leg to stand on, you know, really. <clears throat> I, I, so, I, kudos. Or have a pot to piss in, for that matter. Well, it's getting it's getting so terrible here, especially in San Diego. I mean, okay, yeah, people that are filling filling in for those that of us that are leaving. Uh, most most of the property that's getting purchased in Southern California is from all of the tech guys up north in California. But I'm you know from a business standpoint, they could give two shits of a, if a business is is successful here. California, by far, is the worst state to have a business all they care about is what's what's in it for them how much how much can they rape you in taxes and then they tell you oh you need to be taxed for this and that and the other yet none of that fucking money goes towards what they say it is all of the money goes to bullshit stuff i mean kind of like what joe biden has in his uh what build what what did we call his uh build back better build back plan better but what did but- we call it I forgot. We, we I wish Short Wee was here for this. Yeah. Well, he's sleeping. <laughs> or Honeybee. Podfather's Pod back, Brandon. Oh, broke back, broke back, Brandon. Uh, Bill. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, yeah, Mary brought that one up. Yes, thank you, Mary. I appreciate that. You you listen very intently to the show. We appreciate that. Uh, Podfather says, "Isn't that isn't the best state something like Wyoming or something like that?" I think the best state to be in right now would be Florida, to be honest with you. How many, how many on the show would love to be in, in Florida right now? I mean, they do have Ben Shapiro, so. Yeah, that they do. Would you, be, would you rather be in Florida than California, though, Zach? I'd rather be in Idaho. Idaho. Honestly, I don't see what California has going for it. Really, I, I really don't see what why in the heck anybody would want to be there. Even even based on their policies, just to sit there, like even you know, like I, I wouldn't be able to promote that stuff. And yeah, I agree, Florida's way more better. Especially not too long ago, people would have laughed at uh, types like Doomsday and Preppers. Yeah, but like we we you know this thing's been kind of going on and trudging on little by little. So it can be kind of uh, easy to forget, like, you know, we're still under attack. And then, you know, riots are kind of like the end thing now. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, no like, kidding. Well, I guess where I'm going with that is like, you know, to be living in a state where like at any given point it's warm enough that you, that one could like live outside potentially. But like, you know, I feel like that's that's where we are. And that's like a relevant question, even for like 
like the the old school nuclear family like these these are things like they need to be thinking about which is unfortunate it's actually it's ca- catastrophic the the only thing great about at least here in San Diego is the weather but there's many places that the weather is beautiful i mean i that's the one downside in florida i wouldn't be able to stand the humidity everything else i, I i've heard about florida i love well except for the alligators and crocodiles I have a comment on Florida. Um, I used to live down there. I still own a house down there, and we're talking about selling right now. There's a big problem coming to Florida, and I've been seeing this trend over the last like 10 years when I was living down there. How you were talking about you know, the cost of taxes out in California, things like that. The people in New York and New Jersey were experiencing the same thing. So now all these people from New York and New Jersey – are moving down to Florida, okay, and they're they're causing a lot of problems within within the HOAs and different city councils and stuff like that. Trying to make it like it was in Jersey, that's what they want. Um, when these people come down, they're wanting to put HOAs into regular neighborhoods. They're calling code enforcement every day. They're they're making life just hell for the current residents that are down there. Wow. Well, that's one of the so things- just. That's one of the things, though, I worry about, like, just because I'm leaving uh, California, I'm leaving, get the hell out of San Diego, and I'm moving to Las Vegas, right? Don't you think that not only am I concerned, but many others that have the same political views and stuff like that, do you think we have a right to be concerned that everybody else in California is fucking moving to these states and the politics is going to change in those states as well? Meaning, you know, they could be right wing leaning type states, but if Californians are moving into them, turning them blue. That's what that's what we were seeing down in Florida. That's uh-huh. exactly what was happening. They were pushing this, like I said, with between the city council, local governments. This is exactly what they're doing. And let me let me explain something to you. These people that come down from New York and New Jersey, they think they are better than the citizens of the state of Florida and they treat the citizens like garbage. They expect to be weighted on hand and foot by these people. And they are the most smug, arrogant people I've ever met in my life. It's, it's pretty bad. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's what I worry about, to be honest with you, because, you know, as, as uh, you know, if me leaving California, I mean, they got tens of thousands that jump the border every day to replace me. So, you know, and you know what the way that they're going to they're they'll be voting because after all you you know they can even get a, a, a driver's license in california at this point uh yeah Mary's- but i slightly i i had one more thing if you don't mind um of how you were talking about the electric cars yeah there's an unforeseen th- unforeseen event coming in the future with that that nobody's really talking about um, a good reference point to this is John Deere. There's a big lawsuit going on with John Deere right now. They're fighting the right to repair. Um, John Deere has made their computer systems within their tractors and their combines so complicated that the farmers can't fix them. They refuse to sell the software, and these farmers are paying $500,000 for a piece of equipment, and when it breaks, they can't fix it themselves. They have to pay the high labor costs through John Deere. When I was in high school, when you were in high school, when all of us were in high school, we had auto mechanics. We had different repair shops, all these things. A lot of these classes aren't being offered for these hybrid vehicles. 
there's not a lot of mechanical components like you see with a regular combustion engine vehicle. So what you're going to have happen too is you're going to be at bay to the dealership. This is technology that people aren't really trained on. This is factory technician type stuff. It's not universal. And so to repair your car, your electric vehicle, it's going to be you're going to be paying off the ass then. Absolutely. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm going to hold I think I'm going to hold out for electric vehicles as far as long as I can to be honest with you. I don't know. It's just it's just crazy and uh, the whole the whole thing about how it's better for it's better for you know, it's more green, it's better for the uh, you know, the environment and all that. Uh, I'm not buying into that. I think it's all a money grab. It's a way for them to manipulate the put people in society and I don't know. I just don't agree with it. I think you should have the choice whether you want a fucking gas-powered car. Hey, even if you want a, a, a car that is basically a solar car that gets energy from solar. I mean, why not that? But at the end of the day, you should have the option of what the hell you want to drive, not, not these fucking idiots in government. Well, slightly. Do you know where the batteries come from? You know where they get the cobalt for those batteries at? Oh, please enlighten me. Well, I... I I feel like you should talk about it on your next show, but a lot of this comes from child mind camps overseas. Oh. Nobody's talking about this. Like these left-wing nut jobs that want like all this equality and like all this crazy stuff they're always spitting out aren't talking about the poor kids who are mining their cobalt for their electric cars. Are you talking about like over in China? Maybe it is China. It could China. be, but it's a good thing to talk about on your next show. That would be. Oh, that's definitely it. And it's amazing how, you know, like you say, they're all concerned about uh, this category and that category here at home. But, uh, oh, you know, if they live in other countries, if they're females, uh, they don't care if they treat their women like shit. They don't care if they treat, uh, have kids that are in child labor camps and all that, making all the goods for people here in America. It's all good. It's crazy. It's, yeah, you're right. Uh, I think we should get off the topic. Actually, we should just, uh, it's about that time when we have to take off anyways before I get even right. more pissed off. Hey, uh, Jester, I appreciate you calling in. Zach, good to hear from you. I appreciate you joining us tonight. And Mr. Sean, as always, brother, thanks for coming by and calling in. It's good to hear from Sir, you. Sir, thank you for having me. It was a blast. All right, brothers. Yes. You guys have a great rest of your evening. Yep, good one. Producer Eric, any final thoughts tonight? Well, I think this was a very thoughtful and interesting show tonight. Um, we certainly appreciate, of course, Zachary and Dude Sean and, and Je Jester joining us. And then, um, of course, you know, Steve, a.k.a. T-Pix and um, Mario and and BP and other friends like joining us this evening. And um, and and I think Jester will probably go in live in 30 minutes if anybody wants to continue this conversation. I'm sure Podfather will probably join him as well, along with Sava and Kirkley. And, and, and of course, um, I know some of our podcast friends are probably going to be not, not super busy this week with it being Thanksgiving and, um, you know, and to anybody who might be missing us live, we certainly want to wish them all the best on the Thanksgiving holiday this week. And, um, you know, and, you know, and I know ne next, next couple of weeks after the end of this week, I know you're, you're, you're going to be on a little bit of a hiatus, but hopefully you, you and big sex will be back in the middle of December and, or you might surprise us the day of your birthday slightly. That you never know. Uh, it, that might be a very good uh, chance of happening. But uh, yeah, we after mm -hmm. this, after this week, we we will be taking a break for a little while. 
uh, until we get uh, reorganized into. But um, but not to worry. Yeah, we'll still have the old man and John DeVito and the Beans and Weenies and Jester and Duchon still keeping us company with their shows. That's right. And Podfather too. Speaking of which, I think Jester, like you said, is going to be doing a show here shortly. And uh, check him out. Uh, yeah. Wednesday podcast and all that good stuff. Uh, appreciate him coming on uh, along with our other guests tonight. I hope you all have a fantastic evening. And uh, we'll see you back here tomorrow night at 6.30, 9.30 Eastern Time, manana. Until then. Well, trivia game tomorrow night for anybody who wants to join. And, and for, for those who joined us tonight, you're invited to come back tomorrow night. That's right. And so till then, you guys have a blessed rest of your evening. Stop Enjoying hey, your sunshine. God, what the hell's going on? Fire that guy. God bless and God bless America. See you next time, everybody. Listening to tonight's show. Not all content is endorsed by Slightly. However, if you'd like to contact me for any reason, email us over at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Don't forget to share the show and help us grow our audience. And remember... We mean that in the most serious way. Until the next time, good night, everybody. And remember, I love you. And I love your show.
just walking back in my house. My brother and sister-in-law's house, actually. Dogs are in their crate, they're not in the pen. See you next time, everybody. See you at Doomsday. <laughs>